Did you know you're listening to Almost Daily Discourse, but on the Breaking the Panel feed? Maybe you didn't realize that. Maybe you just thought we shifted gears and we rebranded and you're getting the new show almost daily. And that's awesome. I'm glad you're still listening. Thank you for doing that. But you need to shift on over to where we are on the new feed. So whatever app you're using right now, being Apple Podcasts, or I use RSS Radio personally, Downcast, whatever you're using to hear us right now, Find Almost Daily Discourse and subscribe there because that's where all the ongoing shows will be. After this week, we're not going to be posting any more ADD on to breaking the panel. So please, again, find us there. Or go to anchor.fm slash almost daily discourse and you will find our RSS feeds there. We thank you for listening for all the time that you've listened to breaking the panel and hopefully that you're going to shift on over with us and listen there. Thank you very much. Now back to the show. And awesome, Sarah. The, the shirts are coming. Uh, welcome to the Almost Daily Discourse with your perfectly accurate host, Mike, Phil, Tony P. We have an adequate guest, but I'm here to kick off this dumpster fire right now. <laughs> not do some dumbass bullshit like everybody else but sincerely though folks we're gonna knock this out here and i want to say thank you bobby for coming on and, and this this mockery of a podcast and having fun with us tonight thank, thank you for having me charles thank you so much wasn't my idea star reviews yeah give us give us six stars on itunes if you would bobby that'd be awesome yes can we so. can we blame this evening on bobby yes can we absolutely. do that just blame it on our guests like ah well you know well, we don't you always th threw everything off well no well yeah we blamed it on you last week too and you weren't even here so right. yeah, you're right, right. <laughs> so and next week you'll be like man if bobby didn't screw up last week <laughs> this would be so much better uh next week's gonna be the the it's, moments of dragon con show i guarantee you that it's uh it's it's king of kong all over again thanks bobby <laughs> thanks, Tony. Oh, damn, Tony. <laughs> all right so my topic and at least people know where I am. Wow! <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's a bar brawl on a podcast. You gotta love it. It's so good. It's, it's so because good. of that missing poster in Avengers, right? You had one too, Bobby, right? No. <laughs> no, they know they where didn't miss is. me. <laughs> yeah, nobody looked for. Him. So, no, I have been putting together Dragon Con. Uh, digital media track for well the last year but really focused on it hard in the last two months and you know i thought about uh, all the cons tony and i were supposed to do this year and how hard phil works and stuff and you know how great mike clings on to the coattails and so i wanted to ask everybody why do you call yourself a pro what is it in your mind that establishes a pro at whatever you do right what are some of your guidelines uh so uh bobby You've talked about how you've been doing podcasts since before podcasting was the thing. And I actually tried to talk you into actually going full-time, and you had a good reason not to. But mm -hmm. I would dare say you consider yourself a podcasting pro or digital media pro or, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the, the, the reason I can I call myself that is because you, Charles, were like, you should you should fill out this thing, and you should say you're a pro because you'll get it. And I'm like, I don't know. And Charles is like, shut up and do it. And then I did it, and I got called a pro by DragonCon. But, but no, it's um, 
because there's a lot of various areas that I have like a lot of experience or some knowledge in. And I think, you know, being somebody that can dispense that knowledge to other people at, with the experience and the track record, I think that's why I can get away with calling myself a pro and having the ego to say that I am a pro in this and in some other areas of my life. But ultimately it's because Charles kicked my ass until I submitted an application. The way you leave that open, that's what I want to know. What are the other areas? Terms of service, Mike. Terms of service. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Mike? Do you consider yourself a pro at, at anything, and why? Yeah, dog, it's the money. That's what makes me a pro. <laughs> People pay me for it. I'm a fucking professional. <laughs> Duh. Next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kurt says he's a whore. So... <laughs> Uh, no, uh, I think I think it's about like when you're fucking on, you're on, right? Like you you come into a thing and you're ready and you do it and like you've got your shit together. Uh, even if your brand is that you don't have your shit together, like you know that that's what it's gonna be before you do it, right? Our fucking logo is a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> Like to set the expectations, yeah. you know, but we also talk about the show like multiple times a week and like we make sure that our shit is good and we like are ready for it. So I don't know. Like, like for you people at home, for you people at home, like they're like, oh, it's what a dumpster fire. People? We don't care, blah, blah, blah. And then, but like, they're like, okay, I got my uh, timer on. So we don't go over here. So my little <laughs> list here. I've got all this. And we... Mute him. Mute him quick. <laughs> Just so you know. Uh, Bobby had to leave the show for some reason. I don't know what happened there. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> it takes work to be this disorganized. <laughs> Oh, God. I wish I had a, a, a Missy Buster Bobby just brought that back instead. That would have right? been great. Oh, I have the man. milk carton from, from Bobby. That's what he was on, was the milk carton. Yeah. Um, you're getting spoiled. a little get, getting a little trigger happy with that drop button there, Charles. <laughs> I think we've we've given you too much power. Anton is gone now, so there's that. No. I, Fucking I, hell. I, I want to know what Tony does. Tony... You've been working this industry, uh, being the digital media, or I'm sure you've worked your job because you're like a super manager or whatever, but you've been doing this part time <laughs> and you don't get paid. You don't get paid to do digital media, right? You don't get paid to host. So, but you would consider yourself a pro in everything you do. You know, uh, Charles, you and I, I, I don't know why we put the most serious topic last now that we're all like, it just happens that way. It just like, happens this week. Yeah. Giggle fit. But, but um, <laughs> you and I have talked a, a bit about this, and we may have even talked about it on your, your upcoming show. Um, Which is? It's kind of just in how you handle things. And so, much like uh, uh, Mike was saying, even though this really is loose and silly and, and a bit of a dumpster fire, it, it's still how you handle it, how you prep, you put the work in put the work in for this, um, my day job, put the work in. So whatever it is, um, I, I, I consider myself a pro and it sort of paints me in a corner to, to if I'm going to call myself a pro, I got to do the work of a pro. And so maybe it's backwards, you know, I'm like, Oh, I'm a pro. Okay. Well now I got to live up to it. Yeah, so that's just it. how I, yeah, exactly. And that's just how I do most things. Um, we've, again, Charles and I have talked extensively 
this podcast stuff, even the silly show, I consider it all work and I try to treat it like work. I try to be on time, um, you know, somewhat prepare, believe it or not. Uh, I do have my stopwatch up and my, my notes up and the chat. Uh, and I just, you know, I try to treat every, and, and this is fun. This is, I've been looking forward to this literally all day, but I still treat it like work. It's fun work, but it's, it's still, you know, I still try to be somewhat professional contrary to, um, appearances. <laughs> it's hard work to look this disorganized y'all now somebody somebody says uh bmail said uh if you're a pro you wouldn't be unemployed that's not true i don't think i think a pro is a way of life and a mindset and how you approach things kind of like what tony's talking about there as opposed to just because you're good at what you do doesn't mean you get paid for it you know it doesn't mean it, it puts food on your table uh, Phil, the day I met you, I asked, and this is a little known fact, but when we talk about somebody joining the network, there's a couple specific questions I always ask. And one of them is, do you work this like at least a part-time job, if not a second full-time job? And Phil, his answer was, I'm fucking here, ain't I, on the camera? And then the second question is, if you have a significant other, married, dating, whatever, do they understand that this is a job? His follow-up answer was, "I'm fucking here, ain't I?" <laughs> so, <laughs> Phil, you, you, I would consider you a pro. Well, yeah. Um, Thanks shows, for coming, people. That's almost well, the end no, of this I mean, here's the real talk: is that these shows keep me up at night, right? I'm worried about my shows constantly, where I kind of lose sleep over them. You know, you look at botched. On the on the surface, you we, it's just a bunch of drunken idiots playing D and D and making jokes, but realistically, there's a lot of fucking work that I put into that show every week. You know, I work a 55 hour job, and then I put 40 plus more hours into that single show, right? It's I consider myself a pro because I, I've put time in, but I've also put research in, right? I've spent the time to research what is the best thing for me? You know, what's, what kind of mic do I want? What kind of layout do I want? And I'm also a professional because I keep striving to do a better job, yeah. right? If I'm ever happy about where I'm at or how my layout is or how anything is that I'm, I, I, I might as well quit because then I don't want to push myself to be a better, better streamer, a better podcaster, a better, you know, online comedian. So it's really that. And it's gotten to the point where, I have younger and smaller shows. They reach out to me. Hey, I like you on this show. I like you on that show. Can I give you my first episode to listen to before it goes live? Can you help us, you know, level in our mixing board from just looking at it and listening to it on Zoom? You know, it's it's little things like this that if you would have asked me five years ago when I started, would that ever be a thing? I'd probably say no, but I hope it would be. But now that it is, I'm I'm ecstatic about it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yep. I, I'll tell you what's nice is working with other people that are also on that same because it's it's yes. an insanity. Like it's an insanity. It's yeah. you know to constantly. I ran to the store yesterday because I wanted a new mic stand and I had to be just because I didn't like how it was coming in the thing. And there's there's some people you tell that to. They're like, oh yeah, I get it. You know, it's this weird craziness of of the always having to do more always having to be better and it's not our day job you know i don't make a living off of this um 
you know, I have an office job that I also put as much effort into. And then when I'm done there, put the effort into this. Um, but when you meet other people who are equally crazy, they, they get it and they help you and everyone kind of pushes each other and sometimes talk shit and sometimes clowns you if you come in and your mic sounds off. But <laughs> at the end of the day, everyone's trying to help each sincerely help each other get better um, and collectively do better. Uh, so, yeah, it's I, I think a lot of, uh, you know, our friend Bill run, jump, stomp. He's just as bad. And I've seen him where he'll obsess over things. And I'm like, I get it, man. I, I know. I know what you mean. You know, and we're all just that weird level. It, it's just a, a a certain level of insanity that I, I think we can all understand, you know. I, yeah. But yeah. On, on a second beat real quick is something I tell people all the time is you need to invest time before you invest money. Right. Yeah. And you need to be consistent in anything, in streaming, in podcasting, in, in, in like painting call anything that you want to be good and, and a pro at you need to be consistent at it and that is more important than getting your your microphone that sounds crystal clear or or you know a high def camera so people can can see you a lot better or a green you know any of that stuff's really not important but being consistent on a schedule is the most important fucking part of this job that we do yeah. I, I think you've got to believe in yourself right i think you man i tell you the one thing that really sets me off in these podcast groups is when somebody comes in is like i want to start a podcast what should i talk about get the fuck out of here what do you mean what should, if you don't know what you're going to talk about why are you even here in the first place right i want to be famous yeah you know well okay Four. stealth king did say i want to be a pro streamer so yeah that's not the same thing. but you're right so you got to put in the work you got to put in the hours you got to learn you gotta, i don't mind people asking what someone might consider dumb questions like how to do this or i'm trying to do this the bigger one we see uh all the time is is uh <laughs> kurt says on the stream ah charles mr inspiration but you know kurt if you came to me and said i want to start a podcast what I, what do i talk about you better goddamn duck because i'm probably gonna swing at you in person because that's stupid you don't you what's the one thing you talk about all the time no matter what that you step up to in the morning and that's not a podcast piece of advice that comes from some other motivational book about what would you do as an entrepreneur what is the one thing that keeps you up you'll stay up till two three four whatever and that's what you talk about if you don't know that you don't start anything you don't even put the time in but you got to believe in yourself because the one thing i I was talking to my son about this today because he made some joke about how he sucks and this and that but he he's uh, rylan is uh almost nine and so he just kept hammering i suck i suck i was like no i hate those jokes i will yell at phil I will yell at Tony. I will yell at anybody who makes that joke in my presence, especially on air. Because remember, Chris Wisdom used to do it all the time. Uh, I don't know why people listen to this every time. I'm like, Chris, shut the fuck up, man. We got a good show. And no, it's a sense of humor, but I hate it. Because if you keep making that joke about yourself, you're going to believe the joke. And even if you don't, which I think you will, your audience is going to believe it and they're going to leave. They're not going to listen. I've turned off so many podcasts because, like, oh, this is a this is well, we use this a dumpster, is a dumpster fire, fire, right? We use the dumpster <laughs> fire as a logo because it's it's set next, it's, it's fun. Oh, but it's really not, is it? Prefect timing on that, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's um as someone who's who's in the comedy and humor, there's a line, but a fine line with the self-deprecating humor, and a lot of people rely on it, and every now and then. A well-timed self-deprecating joke is okay. It's yeah. funny, you know, but but to your point, when it 
it's almost obvious when people aren't joking anymore and it's, you know, it's like, oh, they really believe this and it's not funny. It's awkward. I'm uncomfortable, you know, and, <laughs> you know, like, so you yeah. just, I, I just think there's a fine line. Yeah. If any of us like had to stop and be like, no guys, we have a good show. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's, 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 like you said, self-deprecating humor, but then, then there's just the, the hammer home joke of i'm bad or i don't know what i'm doing or this is horrible and i tell you i get it is it is a huge crush and i get such i get offended if i like a show and they do that's like okay no you're good you know first i was like no people like your show i like your show then they do it a second time third time i was like okay what am i shit now so you're saying i like shit that's what you're saying (laughs) Yeah. And fuck yeah. you, man. I'm out of here. Yeah, I don't subscribe to bots anymore, Phil. You can't call me out on that. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash bots. But, you like, know. If I, if I flub up the intro, I'm going to be honest with myself, and I'm going to laugh at it. Like, hey, I messed that up. But I don't think, you know, oh, we're garbage, and we didn't prepare it. We have a page of notes. I just didn't read them. You know, like, <laughs> it, the, the work is there. Yeah. Um, you know, so, there, again, I, I keep hammering home fine line between – you know, making fun of yourself for a mistake or something and then constantly berating your product or your friend's product or your partner's product. Yes. Like no one, you know, enough, enough. Yeah. I mean, Bobby, you you do tell the story about how y'all were on um, my, something 365. I forget what that broadcasting software was before there was even iTunes and all that other stuff. Yeah. You're putting in heavy duty work. I mean, it took a lot of work to put a show out at that point yeah. in time why would you do that as an amateur uh guilt um so the real reason i started no believe it or not that actually ties into the real answer that's just the tldr version um it was around the time when uh podcasting was was you know just starting uh because the show that's on after me orange lounge radio they were on live 365 i did some stuff on live 365 but i always did my show live on internet radio and using IRC for the chat room and all that stuff. And the reason I started doing it is because of guilt, because in college I had the opportunity to be on the college radio station handing to me on a silver platter. And I said, no, nah, I'm good. Hmm. And I had that regret. And so to, to start doing what I did, it was out of guilt. It was like, you know what? I threw this shot away. I'm not going to lose it this time. So that's why I started doing it. And I just kept doing it and I kept learning and I kept trying to perfect it and be better. And, uh, you know, so that's that's why I started. And now I can consider myself a pro at it, even though I don't make money from it. I don't want to make money from it. I have a day job that I'm also a pro at that pays for the hobby. Yeah, and that that's awesome. Uh, and, and Tony, we we were using this as a, a possible tagline for the conmods for a while. Uh, the conmods dot com um, is bring the show. But I think that's part of what makes you a pro. What makes all of us here a pro, and many many people that are on the digital media track, in my mind, professionals, whether you get pro status or not, is you bring the show. You show up. You you give your best shot. You give your best performance. You you learn. I mean, the first time. I really did meet Mike at DragonCon with his frosted blonde hair. I'm like, Eccleston? Okay, no? All right. Um, and I didn't know him for anybody. I hadn't listened to Adventure Inc. I didn't know them very well at all. And, you know, they, they cheated at Blood Feuds. I didn't know what to think about that. But when he came on this show, uh, well, the previous show to this one, Breaking the Panel, months ago, 
the we precursor. Were, yeah, the precursor show. We were, I don't know, halfway through the recording session. I texted Phil. I'm like, this dude could be a host. This dude is on board. Because you got, you're feeling out the jokes. You're you're playing back. You're tossing. Same with Tony. When we do stuff, we, we can I tell the story of the when we did 221B and why, Tony? I don't remember the story. So That's sure. long enough. And you don't <laughs> care about the, have- you don't really care about the people in it. But um, does it have anything to do with me, like taking my pants off or anything? No, no. Okay, yeah, go ahead, man. Before we move on to Tony, let's talk about me for a second. No, 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 no. Blue over here. Uh, Uh, I just no. I just want to say that, like, I'm not gonna fucking do a show if the goal isn't to be great at it, right? Like, I'm not gonna come on. I'm not gonna come on y'all's show as a guest, pimp my own shit, and then like do it half-assed that would exactly. be fucking awful but, but there's a there's a <laughs> yo there's a lot of people is so much fucking work like <laughs> for such a there's like, a lot of low payoff bit be sure my yeah there's a lot of people who do that just like want to like oh, i want to be on i want to i want to hear myself talk and you know that's it and they don't prep they don't do any research or you know um, I'll, I'll, and then Charles, I'll let you tell your story, but I, so I, I moderated a panel for DragonCon this year and I did a bunch of research and like was quoting, oh, I remember when you said blah, 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 blah. Cause I like it. I enjoyed it. I wanted to know who I was talking to before I was talking to them. And I saw something else today and they, 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 it was just clear. They went in with like no prep work. And I was like, what, the f- what? Oh! but to each their own, but that's just. That's the difference that, you know, putting in the work, I think, is is yeah. the answer. What right. makes you a pro? Not and, Dragon and he, Con pro status. That, yeah, that doesn't yeah. matter, honestly. Putting in the work regardless. Bobby, what were you saying? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. so no, I was I was trying to jump in without interrupting. But uh, even oh, no, no. when this I was doing This is your first time on this show, Bobby. That's not how this works. Yeah, I no. know. <laughs> I'm trying to be a pro, damn it. So when I was... <laughs> When I was uh, moderating a panel last year at Dragon Con with some voice actors video- on the video game track and stuff, I did my research, and I also like really knew some of the games that they were in. And so they actually remarked to me that they were kind of happy that I kind of did more research than they thought I would have because I was like bringing up things on their Twitter. So not every moderator does that. And so that's also the hallmark of a good moderator. And, you know, I know we talked a little bit earlier about uh, on a previous episode about my whole Billy Mitchell thing doing a panel with Billy Mitchell where I didn't say anything for the first 45 minutes. I had a sheet. I did research, but I didn't need to lead the conversation. So I didn't read anything from it, but I did the research. Yeah. Yeah. There's and definitely those times. What I'll say real quick is I've been to a lot of the panels. No, I haven't. That's not true. I've been to some of the panels on the digital media track and everybody there seems to have their shit together, right? You go out, of the digital media track, it's the fucking wasteland. Mm -hmm. And here's an example, right? Dennis, my dumb, dumb Dennis. Fucking Dennis. (laughs) Dennis was booked to be on the happy panel on the TV track, right? Happy Happy is one of his favorite shows. Um, He he loves it. So what did Dennis do? Before the the panel, he went through and watched all of it again. He went out. He got the books. He read all the books, had a huge list of notes, got to there, and there was three people in 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 the seats. Two of the panelists haven't watched the show, and the third one on 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 the panel with him hated it but watched it because she was a big Patton Oswalt fan. 
So he's just like, why did I put all this fucking time, effort, and research into it if none of it but, – but he didn't act like that. You know, he, he approached that panel as if it was any other panel. He, he stuck to his notes and talked about it. And when he got off uh, the panel, he was like, oh, my God, that was awful. But it's that professionality or the, mm-hmm. yep. of, of sticking through and just, yes, this is a bad situation. Yes, there's a lot of shit. But it's only an hour, yep. and then we can move on from it, and we will we will learn from it. Unless we'll there's an uh, unless there's an author from Variety in the article, <laughs> you can't move on. From <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, uh, musicians play open mic nights to one person. Comedians do open mic nights to one person. You do the you play to the room that you have. Uh, but Tony, I, I'd reached out to Tony. He, he and I had not done anything comedic at this point. This is a couple years ago. Uh, he'd see Charles me still waiting. Actually. Still yeah. waiting. Still okay, waiting. Right. Uh, you, know, you know, Phil, if you choked in one of our game shows, you might see it. I'm just saying. Uh, no, I'm good. Yeah, no, you've always been good. No, none I of y'all showed up. Yeah. So, uh, but we filled the room, so it's okay. I don't care. You don't have to be there. Uh, but I'm like hitting him up going, hey, help me build something I can take to cons because nobody cares. In the general con world outside of podcasting, nobody cares about the business of digital media. And that's one of my passions is teaching people how to build the business, how to understand what it is to do what we're talking about a little bit here, being a pro and what it means and how to put the work in and what you do and, and all that jazz. And so he'd been working with me on that. And then I get, it's like a Monday. I get a text like, Hey, Friday, can you be at this hotel in Atlanta for 221BCon to help me with uh, the Geek versus Game Show? And I was like, yes. Because that's what fucking pros do. They just say yes and figure it the fuck out when they get there. And he had committed with his partners at the time to do this show. And for whatever reasons, they were not going to be there. And Tony was not going to back out. So I walk in cold to him. Him and I mean, we've talked to each other. We knew each other. We'd never performed together or even been on. I don't even think we'd done a panel together for that matter. You're right. You know, Charles, I hadn't. I really didn't remember that because um, I have. <laughs> I have uh, is it an elephant's memory? Who doesn't remember anything? A goldfish? I, I don't remember. Was, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what animal doesn't remember. The uh, elephant um, remembers everything. The goldfish doesn't remember anything. The goldfish, yeah, that guy. Um, <laughs> and we Great really did have a memory lapse. Yeah, we sat down. <laughs> I, I don't know. There was like fifty white guys at that party. I don't, it was a Kyle, <laughs> a Robert. I don't know. Um. And, and yeah, I remember sitting out front, like, all right, well, let's just kind of like run through this real quick and figure out what we're going to do and kind of get it together. Uh, and it worked, you know, it, it surprisingly worked. And then sort of was the launch pad for other stuff. Yeah. Um, but because yeah, I it, it, watched your show. I put in the work before I knew what did your you homework. did. Yeah. yeah. And, and to another story, he and I had a great weekend at Atlanta comic con the first year we modded together and <laughs> and we was like, well, let's, we can't get, we can't get the celebrities we want. Let's go find out why not. We went to Creed Stratton is the actor's name. I think he played Creed. Oh, on I the thought office. you just went yes. to the band Creed right. is where I went, but they were, they were actually fighting each other. Rocky style Creed. So it was weird. You know, but, uh, uh, Creed Bratton, Bratton who plays the character of Creed, Creed. Bratton on the office. <laughs> <laughs> and that dude, the, the moderator, it got to a point where he was like, Creed had to go, okay, got, anybody got questions for me? Y'all step up to the microphone. And the moderator was like, yeah, get up some questions. And me and Tony went, 
oh fuck we need to start a business because we could totally blow this shit out of the water and get paid for it you know and, yeah it and, was yeah. it was the opposite of pros the op and i don't i don't remember who it was i'm by no means gonna like call them out by name but um zero work ahead of time you know so it was it was fully contingent on the audience asking questions and the audience you know i'm not going to give you my moderator spiel but they're not always comfortable right away you kind of got to warm them up and get everything going and and none of that happened and it was awkward it was i mean it had nothing to do with me but it was still uncomfortable and awkward um yet inspirational so. i want to yeah i want to say and i'm gonna throw to you guys and then we'll wrap it up here i, I want to say i think gratitude is a huge part of being a pro you know, it happens. It does. It happens every year with the digital media track. Since I've been around for the back end of everything, somebody within a week of the con kicking off wants to submit a panel and wants to <laughs> to get featured on the track. And I mean, it does. It happens. I've had somebody from England pitch me a week before the con, and I actually did a live video going, "What are you thinking? What, what are you thinking? You can book flights from England to Atlanta." in seven days and not pay a million dollars a person and then good luck finding a hotel and but that's not pro pro is not going oh let me do this right now pro is is planning ahead and if there is a moment where somebody can use you right say thank you i mean i'm gonna throw it to the to phil and since i've been monopolizing this even though it's my section phil bobby and and mike what do you think i mean gratitude takes you a very long way being a pro yeah, I think being uh, being real, right, about the like about the situation. Uh, so I don't know if it's always gratitude, but it's certainly always appreciation, right? And uh, I don't I don't know the the like textbook definition of the two words, uh, so I can't tell you exactly the dif difference. But like for me, uh, it feels like uh, appreciation is the crucial one and gratitude's the one that you hold for folks who fucking deserve it. Right. Okay. Like for the All folks right. who sure, were yeah, pro yeah. first, right? Like that's my, I can tell you the official definition probably doesn't have the F word in it, but I didn't check. <laughs> I don't know. I could be wrong. My definition's a bitch. But, uh, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. Bitch, bitch ass <laughs> definition. <laughs> Bobby, if you were to give one piece of advice to somebody who said, I want to be a pro at fill in the blank and for and you know, whatever you want to, what would what advice would you give? Besides do um, the work. We know to show up and do the work. Be appreciated. Well, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna tag along on the appreciation track, you know, but be appreciative and, and able to learn from other people that are also pros. Uh and it also for people who are pros, be appreciative of those who want to come into the space. Don't lock them out. But really, even when things don't go your way, still be appreciative because that will be remembered. Uh, you know, funny story. I uh, did something for uh, the digital media track, uh, stayed up until like 6 a.m., uh, getting something Ooh, ready. Yeah. And uh, and uh, it, I submitted it, and uh, I learned this week, yeah, we're, we're not going to use that. But I and so I didn't go off on the person that told me or anything. I was still very appreciative of the take them taking the time uh, and stuff like that. And that goes a long way in remembering. So maybe next year things might go your way. And so don't expect immediate gratification, but it may come at a later date as long as you didn't burn your bridge. So be appreciative of other people and don't burn bridges 
when you're frustrated and things don't go your way. Mm. Tony and I have a story about that where somebody, yeah, I'm not even going to tell the story, but somebody was not appreciative and they burned a bridge and they won't be back. But Phil, to you, what's your, we know about doing the work. What's your piece of advice? Somebody like, I really want to become a pro streamer, a pro digital media creator. What? Uh, well, uh, there's, there's a bunch of things. I mean, like Bobby said, listening, you know, and not being scared to ask questions. Um, and you know, if it doesn't work out, keep doing it. Right. Um, my friend of the show or Tristan, right. Yeah, yeah. Applied for pro status. Didn't get it that year. Right. Mm -hmm. So he said, you know what? I don't care that I didn't get it. I still want to be doing things. I want you to put me on, 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 on panels. I'm, I want to show you that I deserve this in the future by putting in the effort and the time now. Yeah. Does it suck that I didn't get a pro status? Yeah, it does. But what have you done to deserve that? Right. Work towards it. Show, show people above you that, Hey, look at this guy putting in time, effort, hard work. Yeah. You know, that goes a long way a long way to show people like, yep, I didn't get it, but I'm, I want it. I want to show you how much I want it. And I'm going to do things to show you how much I want to be here. And I want to be part of this. Pardon. And the other thing Sorry. I'll say real quick is just, you know, even if you're streaming or you're podcasting or you're doing anything and you're, you're not happy with, you know, let's say views or download numbers or any of that shit. First off, it doesn't matter because as long as you're having fun doing it, that's really the only fucking part that's that's worthwhile. Secondly, you're still getting people to show up. They're still giving you time. Time is the one thing that you you can't gift to somebody. So if it's 10 people or 10,000 people, you should still be putting on the best fucking show you can because those Amen. people are going out of their way yeah. to give you their time. Hell yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, and I'm going to finish it up with don't be afraid of tough love. I was afraid to give tough love for a long time. I was always afraid that people wouldn't respond or it'd be a negative experience. I'd crush your dreams. But I realized, so, honestly, I've had some dreams crushed that were unrealistic. And I've realized now that some dreams need to be crushed. And also, don't go chasing waterfalls, says Kurt. Uh, so there's that. But, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, if you want somebody to do all the work for you, if you can't see the bigger picture, you're going to get maybe verbally smacked a little bit. Sometimes directly, like I've had some sit-downs with some creators. They said, no, this is where you do you, greatness, where you piss me off. And, you know, there's some people who just take their shot and they, they never come back because they were not grateful for it. And they didn't even get tough love. Honestly, you should want the tough love. You should want, you should want Phil to be telling you what he just said. No, go work for it, asshole. Go get it. Now, I'm sure you didn't tell Tristan that like that, but and Tristan I did. did. Tristan, no, oh, okay. I did. You did. Yeah, I, mean, I said with, Tristan. Dude, you can. <laughs> that's true. But, your, but with, also, yeah. he he has the ability to listen to people, take the criticism, and not be pissed about it. Go out and make their criticism wrong as soon as you can. Like he was pissed, and I said, "Dude, you haven't done a fucking thing except show up for our own show. Why would you deserve this?" And he's like, "You're right." You are right. So then he went out and he made changes. Like taking criticism and not being spiteful, but actually using it to help mm -hmm. build off of is important not only in this industry, but fucking life, dude. Right? Yeah. If somebody is like, hey, you're, I don't like this, that you're doing this wrong, don't just say, yeah, fuck you. I'm doing it the way I want. Take a step back and just be like, 
okay, if they had this criticism, let me analyze the entire thing. And then if I still feel like it, then tell them to fuck off. I would add real quick, and it's okay to be upset. I've had, uh, I have a a boss, a mentor at work that I'll talk to and she'll say, Hey, you know, I need you to work on this. I need you to work on that. And I'll say, uh, you, you, I'm probably looking a little frustrated right now because I am here's why I thought I did a good job here and I'm a little perturbed. I'm frustrated, but I'm listening. And, and, you know, it's not all or the other. It's fine to be angry. It's fine to be upset as long as you process it and still listen. You know, I got to yeah. add in one thing and it's super quick. Uh, whatever you're doing, work, whatever you want to be a pro in, nobody owes you shit. So it kind of wraps up everything everyone's saying. You know, it, it really ties up. You got to do the work. You got to, you know, do the homework, do the what nobody owes you anything. It's life, it's hard, it's tough. Um, and when someone does give you something, goes back to what someone else said, you know, appreciate it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and even after you've been, if, if once you hit that pro status in your head and maybe other people's heads, you're still going to get that criticism. Uh, you're still going to get that tough love. You're still going to get intervention staged across two different panels at the same Dragon Con from Charles. Uh, and you're just going to, but, but be appreciative of it and analyze it. Don't get mad. Don't get upset and appreciate it. And, you know, I didn't listen to what Charles had to say, but I'm still happy about it and it was ultimate right decision <laughs> but it was still two different panels of intervention from charles oh, i called you great. out i called you out in a heartbeat did. i did i felt because one i knew and you I, could take it but two i felt you were worth my time and you were because and if you didn't listen then i learned you're not worth my time and that's okay <laughs> yeah because I mean, you're you fucking and me have pro fought, you and me have fought recently like a month ago mm-hmm. right and what did i do i stepped back i analyzed and realized i'm just being a dick no, I'm sorry, Charles. I'm being a dick right now. You? Yeah, but Phil, and, we told and, and you we that. On. We told you that day one. <laughs> All right, let's I thought that was up. your brand. Uh, so, hey, I got to say, what a bunch of pros on this panel. We struggled through some episodes early, but damn it, we got it done. <laughs> we got it done. Yeah, I, I think this was a great, this was solid. This was Dale really good. Satan. Somebody, thank you, Satan, Satan for thank helping you, us y'all. push through this. Somebody chill the, the champagne and cook the math. We're about done here. We're good to go. <laughs> so, All right, we'll share some love. Uh, this is coming out after Dragon Con. My first episode of Finding the Stories has launched. It launches Labor Day weekend. So if you're live, it's coming up in a few days on the podcast. It came out yesterday. Go to anchor.fm slash finding the stories and uh, subscribe. I'd love to hear your feedback on that. And we'll give a shout out to my two real world friends, Jamie and Brad. We all know Brad the Blind. Actually, some of us here know Brad the Blind. He came to DragonCon. Tony, you haven't met him yet, but we've had him on Breaking the Panel before. I might and... I might have met him. I don't know. <laughs> no, funny, actually, I don't think you did. It's funny how Brad the Blind has seen you, but you haven't seen Brad the Blind yet. <laughs> well played. Well played. Uh, but we're going to have Brad on uh, again because he's a great geek. No, you want to talk about somebody who pushes it, and and I would call him a pro because he pushes it, but I don't think he would call himself a pro. That fool, in a good way I mean fool, that dude, he will stream every, like, Sunday night. And, and as far as I can tell, he has, like, two people watching him, three people watching and he'll go on and say, hey, guys, I can't stream tonight. And I will like and reshare and, and boost his shit all the time, and he will fucking stream constantly on twitch playing these games and and to an audience of who knows how many because it's not fifty we're not doing fifty thousand, but you know 
I, I appreciate you, Brad. And he's known me forever. He's got some stories to tell, apparently. He texted me after last week's episode. I was like, man, I wish I was there to, to back you up on all the Bible shit that you were getting. <laughs> uh, and my buddy, Jamie, who who I got him to start listening because we did 90s music. He loves the new show, and he loves the new opening. So the opening, Phil found. So there is that. And well, thank you, Jamie and Brad. Seriously, appreciate yeah. it. Yes. Yeah, hell yeah. And let's see. I like that you're showing love is them showing love to us, by the way. You know? Like, you know? Like the most Charles McFall thing you could ever fucking do. <laughs> uh, I want to show I want to show some love to the man who is a pro, Bobby Blackwolf. Tell us again where they can find you, sir. So I'm over at the Voice of Geeks Network. We are a podcast network and streaming network all about geek culture. So vognetwork.com is where you can find a lot of our podcasts, but we are here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Network. Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific is my video game podcast. It's called The Bobby Blackwell Show because I'm terrible at naming podcasts, and that's really bad for search engine <laughs> optimization. But after 700-plus episodes in 15 years, I'm not changing it. I'm going to stick with it and just go forward like a pro. So <laughs> I talk about the video game industry, and uh, come join us then. So this year's intervention when I get on a panel, Bobby, is you can brand, rebrand when you know it's the right thing to do. You can change your brand up. Okay. I could. Or own your I fucking could. name, dog. Yeah. I own my name. Yeah, stop <laughs> shitting on yourself. It's not a dumb show. The Bobby yeah, Blackwell show. No, it's a great show. That's it's right. Just a, it's just hard to find in search engine. All right. It worked, it worked for Larry Sanders and yeah. Letterman. <laughs> no, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> All, the the real reason is I didn't want Jay Leno to take my job. Yeah, I know. I was waiting for you to tell that one. That's the thing. So um, that's going to be it for this week's recording session for Almost Daily Discourse. Uh, we do all this in one shot, recording on twitch.tv slash Almost Daily Pod. And we also multi-streamed it to YouTube. And there's no slash there because you got to have 1,000 followers. And Facebook.com slash Almost Daily Pod. And Twitch. We That's need, what I said. Twitch.tv. Yeah, but you got to follow us because it's new. Yeah, come follow us. Absolutely. And thanks. A bunch of people follow us tonight. We, we got 12 followers. And we literally launched this thing tonight. So thank you, everybody, for doing that. For the podcast, it comes out Tuesday, or not Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday. So check it out almost daily as it comes out. And uh, we'll catch you all again next week after Dragon Con. Dragon Con.